Now, I've already apologized to the parents over because and over again. You know, I don't apologize to you. Don't apologize to you. Attorney Norm Pattis called it strategic. We thought it was vicious and uncalled for and gratuitous. But at the same time, the plaintiff's attorneys called for a recess to determine how they'd orchestrate the rest of the day. You think I could book that for like the, the, the weekend of the 14th when the soundtrack comes out? If, if so, bump somebody. I, I, I love you, man. Bye. I got my MTV out. I'm a savage! Oh! I'm a savage! Whatever I want, I'm going to get! Whatever I want, I have to get! And, and you're confident uh, on these cases. You don't think you're going to be behind a uh, defendant table throughout the entire campaign, crippled and unable well, I mean, to campaign? You know, if I am, if I am, it's going to show what a fake deal it all is. It's all fake. It's all, it's all just fake stuff. Do you want it televised? In order uh, to interfere with the election. This was election interference at the highest level. One person responsible for this nightmare, and he's acknowledged and he brags about it, Donald Trump. Chief White House correspondent Mary Bruce Travel with the president. Good morning, Mary. 20 rape conviction against former media mogul Harvey Weinstein was thrown out by New York's highest court today. Now to another big headline. Arizona's governor plans to sign a bill today repealing a 160-year-old abortion ban. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Patriot News Hour with your host, Joshua Capia, the independent with conservative values, fighting the liberals, protecting the homeland from terrorists, domestic and foreign. Ladies and gentlemen, we're not going to stop. We're not going to stop. We're going to tell the truth. They want to suppress the information. They want to spread the lies. But we're holding everyone accountable. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Patriot News Ladies and gentlemen, it's 8.03. I'm in the war room strategizing, trying to fight the liberals, trying to fight the liars, trying to fight the extreme right. I just want to get to the bottom of the truth, ladies and gentlemen. So we have a crisis on our hands. We have this problem with illegal immigration. In our own neighborhoods, we can't feel safe anymore. Our democracy is being threatened. Individuals, terrorists, and even some decent, good-hearted people are pouring over the border. We don't know who's who. We don't know who's who. We don't vet these individuals. We don't know what their crimes were, petty theft, murder, rape. We just don't know as a country. And the liberal agenda was to get as many people as you can over here in the name of freedom, right? In the name of wanting to make a better life and have them pour over the border. These migrants, these illegal immigrants, and it's gotten worse and worse and worse, and especially in New York City. So I wanted to read an article here on the Daily Mail, and it was Sunday, October 8th, 2023. And it's about Trump, 
And the title is Trump says illegal migrants are poisoning the blood of our country, sparking accusations of toxic racism. As this campaign says, it is a normal phase used in everyday life. So let's just uh, continue reading here and then we'll play some sound bites by Joe Biden. And you guys can uh, kind of, you know, judge for yourself what's going on. Um, so here we go. Are you ready? Former President Donald Trump is being accused of racism and xenophobia after giving an interview where he said migrants were poisoning the blood of our country. Trump included the inline video interview where he repeated past claims that illegal immigrants accusing them of bringing diseases into the country. Well, we need to stop right there. It was a big, huge thing with Biden. It was a big, huge thing with Democrats. This whole COVID thing, the pandemic, they shut our lives down for years. The economy, the country is still rattled over it. Businesses are closing. People haven't recovered. People are still ill. And I understand there's individuals out there that say the vaccine is terrible for you. It's killing you. Um, the RMNA and stuff like that. Uh, I'm not a medical expert. Um, the only thing I can tell you is I've sat back and watched all the fallout over a lot of this. And now we're bringing all these diseases over the border. I mean, they don't have medical care, these individuals in other countries. Mexico, Iran, Venezuela. I mean, we don't know what's how This is a Petri dish. This is a powder keg, ladies and gentlemen. Let's continue reading. Nobody has ever seen anything like we're witnessing right now. It is a very sad thing for our country, Trump said in an interview with the National Post, a right-leaning website. It's poisoning the blood of our country. It's so bad. And people are coming in with diseases. People are coming in with every possible thing you could have, he said. So what we're going to do is we're going to cut to the video Donald Trump to see what sparked the rage from the left. But you know what? I know Trump is a polarizing individual. And I'm not a huge fan of Trump. I'm not a huge fan of Biden. Uh, I'm an independent with conservative values. So I don't want to lean to the left. And I don't want to lean to the right. I want to lean in to the truth. So here we go. Let's hear what Trump has to say. What sparked the fire and a lot of the individuals on the left, the liberals, here we go. Are you ready? The former president said the words he used during a recent interview with a right-wing outlet talking about migrants coming into America. Nobody has any idea where these people are coming from, and we know they come from prisons. We know they come from mental institutions, insane asylums. We know they're terrorists. Nobody has ever seen anything like we're witnessing right now. It is a very sad thing for our country. Uh, it's poisoning the blood of our country. Uh, it's so bad. And people are coming in with disease. People are coming in with, with every possible thing that you can have. Diseased migrants, quote, poisoning the blood of our country. Now, even stripped of any historical context, those words have power of their own to invoke fear, of infection, corruption, invasion from unseen outside forces. And that's no accident. Those same words have been used before. Blood and soil. 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 
the white nationalists and neo-Nazi marchers in Charlottesville chanting that Jews will not replace us. But their words, blood and soil, Jews will not replace us, blood and soil, was a Nazi slogan, Blut and Boden. Americans on the streets in America chanting Nazi slogans. Look, ladies and gentlemen, let's be honest. Did the psychos come out? Absolutely 100%. Are there white supremacists? Absolutely 100%. Are there racists? Absolutely. Does Trump tap in to negative energy? Absolutely. Um, and I don't agree with a lot of his statements. I don't agree with this character, and I don't agree with this past. And look at everybody knows I'm not a fan of Trump. But when I sit back and juxtapose what's happening with the country right now under Joe Biden and illegal immigration and how they rationalize it, and they don't want to do anything about it. It's an absolute disaster. They're spending millions of dollars in New York City. The subways are flooding. People are sleeping on the street. In Arizona, we have the zone. We have a homeless population in downtown Phoenix where it's riddled with homeless people and businesses are being drugged down. There's a proliferation of crime. There's drugs on the streets. You're asking for an explosion nationwide of a homeless population that we cannot afford to take on because resources are limited. There are no such thing as infinite resources. Only God himself would have to provide that. And although I'm sympathetic to the situation and people wanting to claim asylum and children being drugged into warfare and child trafficking, we have to have a better plan between the right and the left. We cannot keep going this way or the fabric of our society will be destroyed. We are a melting pot. I am a individual of a migrant family. My family comes from Mexico, Chihuahua, you know, uh, Sinaloa, Chiapas. I mean, out there spread across the vast land of Mexico where I don't even know 99% of them, ladies and gentlemen. But I want to juxtapose uh, CNN trying to say, uh, make these accusations about Trump. And I want to basically pan over and I want you to listen to Biden himself. Biden's a huge extreme liberal. I mean, he hasn't fulfilled the majority of his promises at all, from the student debt relief to on and on and on and on. The budget's exploding out of control. The national debt is skyrocketing under the liberals. Republicans don't do that great of a job either when it comes to that. But let's listen to Biden backtrack now and make an excuse and look to exit stage left. Are you ready to listen to Biden, ladies and gentlemen? Now. Wise words from your current president, Joe Biden. Facing blowback from his own party over his administration's intent to build new wall sections along the Texas-Mexico border. The president insisting he has not changed his opposition to the wall, but that his hands are tied to stop the expenditure given the project was funded before he became president. Meantime, officials in Texas along the nearly 20-mile section to be built are dubious over how far additional wall will go toward impeding the sustained flow of migrants 
migrants illegally entering the country. Tonight, pressure growing on the Biden administration to come up with a lasting policy solution to address the crisis that's impacting the border and cities far beyond tonight. Morgan Chesky is in Texas with the latest. Tonight on the border, the ongoing surge in illegal crossings, averaging more than 9,000 a day in just the last week. Border officials tell NBC News. And now new fallout after that broken campaign pledge from President Biden, funding nearly 20 miles of new border wall in Star County, Texas. The president again today defending the decision. Well, I was told that I had no choice. I can't say I don't like it. I'm not going to do it. The money allocated by Congress during the Trump administration. Mr. Biden saying he tried to get lawmakers to change it, but they refused. And the law required the wall money to be spent. Now he's facing bipartisan criticism, including from key Democrats upset over the new wall. I think it's a terrible idea. I think it's a broken promise. After then-candidate Biden said this during the campaign. There will not be another foot of wall constructed on my administration. While Republicans say Biden border policies are encouraging the migrant surge, reactions tonight here in Star County, where the additional wall would go up. We need more, more, more 20 miles, make it 40 or 60. County Judge Eloy Veda says he still has not been told where exactly the wall would go. We have a lot of questions and, and personally, uh, a lot of things that I don't agree with. The Rio Grande Valley needs a solution, yes. but you don't believe the wall's the answer. Exactly. The move comes as so many keep making the dangerous trek north. At a border shelter, we met Grecia from Venezuela and Rosa from Ecuador, who say they were robbed in Mexico and frightened, but want to work hard here for their families. A dream shared by so many others that today, while visiting Mexico City, New York City's Mayor Eric Adams shared what he says is the sobering reality with New York City's resources stretched thin by 120,000 migrants. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back, and I want to read an article here by the Heritage Foundation. And this is dated December 17, 2021 by Hans A. And it's some facts about illegal immigration. And the title of the article is Federal Report Shows Open Borders Brings Increased Crimes and Cost for taxpayers. And here's the takeaway. And that individual woman that you heard was AOC. And I am not a fan of her at all. It seems like anything rational, anything to protect the country, anything that has to do with common sense, AOC is totally out the window on that. Uh, I believe she's a literal threat to democracy and an extreme socialist that opens the way for fascism. But let's get back to what we're talking about right now, ladies and gentlemen, and read this article. According to a new report from the U.S. Justice Department, almost half of all criminals prosecuted in federal courts in 2018 were aliens charged with crimes ranging from drug trafficking to murder to kidnapping, while a small number of those over 41,000 criminals were in the country legally. The vast majority, 38,000, were illegal aliens. Compare this to 1998 when there were only a little over 18,000 aliens prosecuted in federal court. So ladies and gentlemen, the numbers don't lie. Listen, I believe in charity. I believe in altruism. I believe in loving your neighbor and helping your neighbor to every extent possible. But if you look at how countries through history fell 
it was usually when they did not protect their borders, or it was in a, a league, um, mutiny, um, civil war, um, or it was just from some horrendous megalomaniac that brought the empire down. And I know we have three branches of government, ladies and gentlemen, but still, if you break the bank and can't pay your bills, your household falls. So we have a rise in prosecutions. We have murderers, rape, kidnapping. This is a scary, terrible situation. Let's continue reading. In addition to the horrendous human cost of their crimes, when you consider the cost of law enforcement related to their arrest, prosecution, and incarceration, these aliens are also costing U.S. taxpayers a tremendous amount of money. According to the government, the incarceration cost alone for criminals serving time in federal prisons, such as these aliens, is between 35000 and 40000 per year every individual inmate. This is madness. Why are we opening up the borders? And one thing I want to say, when you think about illegal immigrants, don't just think about Mexico, you know, because there can be elements of racism um, around this country. And there are, and I've met the individuals that are. Listen, people are coming from everywhere, of every descent, of every nationality. It's just bad policy, and it's bad for everyone. At the end of 2018, 2019, uh, I mean 2018, 19% of prisoners in the Federal Bureau of Prisons, 30,848 were aliens, costing the American taxpayer between $1 billion and $1.2 billion a year just to house them. Ladies and gentlemen, what do we do when we release them? Where do they go, these unvetted individuals that we don't know anything about? We deport individuals and spend that money on top of the imprisonment and the individuals, the criminals, the MS-13, the child traffickers, they come right back. Who's doing a lot of the child trafficking in this country? How do you survive when you go to a country? I mean, if you were dropped off in the middle of nowhere, how do you make your money? No education, no family, no home. You don't even have an identity. So a lot of individuals have resorted to crime. So a lot of these liberals that are bringing them over, they're turning these people into criminals with nowhere to go, no resources, and you just can't give free money to people. So what we're going to do is we're going to make a transition here. We're going to go to New York City, and now their liberal policies is destroying the city. It's turning into a third world country. And I feel sorry for these individuals. I don't care if you're liberal. I don't care if you're middle of the road. I don't care if you're right wing, far right wing. This is all out of control. Like I said, I'm an independent with conservative values. So ladies and gentlemen, let's pan over and let's listen to what is going on in New York City. We start tonight with New York City at a potential breaking point. We have been following the story, as you know, for months. Tens of thousands of migrants arriving from Central and South America and West Africa, straining city resources. We got here tonight because of what the mayor said over the last 24 hours, and we want to walk you through all of this. The mayor saying the crisis, quote, will destroy New York City, unleashing his frustrations with a fury we haven't seen before. 
targeting the White House and governors busing migrants to sanctuary cities, even calling the Texas governor, Greg Abbott, a madman. The White House responding tonight, defending their records, helping cities across the country. The crisis spilling into the largest school system in America. More than a million children returning to class today with 20,000 new students from families seeking asylum. The school system getting another $110 million to the budget, but there are worries that resources will still be stretched to the limit. The city's shelter system stretched past its capacity this summer. At one point, more migrants in city shelters than homeless Americans. Some asylum seekers were able to get beds inside hotels, while others slept on the streets outside. Still, some parents are optimistic the city can handle the crisis. But now, more than ever, this issue spanning the border to cities thousands of miles away, and it's hitting close to home. NBC correspondent Valerie Castro has the story. Let me tell you something, New Yorkers. The migrant crisis taking on a new tone. Never in my life have I had a problem that I did not see an ending to. I don't see an ending to this. I don't see an ending to this. This issue will destroy New York City. Destroy New York City. Mayor Eric Adams escalating his frustration during a town hall meeting, revealing new fears as tens of thousands of asylum seekers continue to arrive in New York City. 110,000 migrants. We have to feed, clothe, house, educate the t children, wash their laundry sheets, give them everything they need, health care. Month after month, I stood up and I said, this is going to come to a neighborhood near you. Well, we're here. We're here. A drastic shift from the message Adams first had for incoming migrants. Lady Liberty sits in our harbor. New York City is the welcoming mat for the entire globe. For months, he's been pleading with the federal government for help, going so far as to blame them for the city's deteriorating supply of resources. The national government has turned its back on New York City. What he once dubbed as a political stunt by Texas Governor Greg Abbott became a new reality for the city. We're getting 10,000 migrants a month. One time we were just in Venezuela. Now we're in Ecuador. Now we're getting Russian-speaking coming through Mexico. Now we're getting uh, Western Africa. Now we're getting people from all over the globe have made their minds up that they're going to come through the southern part of the border and come into New York City. This bus terminal became the first welcome sign for migrants after hours-long journeys from Texas. But the mayor says to his frustration, they are still arriving by the busload. Power Malu was there when the first buses of migrants arrived. We are on the ground. We've outlasted every city agency that has come in to the Port Authority, which is a disgrace. A year later, he says the city's resources have been mismanaged and the responsibility now falling onto organizers like him. Several months ago, we saw the city here with representatives welcoming the migrants with open arms, providing resources. At what point did you see that change? So unfortunately, the migrants have been used as political pawns since day one. Ladies and gentlemen, just look what Eric Adams, the Democrat of New York, had to say. Come, everybody, bring your masses. The Statue of Liberty, freedom for all, infinite resources. Come one, come all. And the audacity of him, Eric Adams, to blame the federal government and Joe Biden after he encouraged individuals to break 
the law and come over and to spend U.S. taxpayers' money is a political move of preservation, ladies and gentlemen. Don't get me wrong. If I was in a third world country, a threat of harm or being killed, I would try to come to the United States too. And we should know that as American people and our politicians, and they should put forth policies to make sure it's done right. It might take the average person anywhere from five to 10 years to get over here to make the move and do it legally. I believe in asylum. I believe in protecting children. But we have a broken system that has been broken for years. If we don't protect the country from the outside, it's going to crumble from the inside. We're America, the land of hope, the land of freedom, the land of opportunity. Ladies and gentlemen, it's important to vote. Vote your conscience. I'm so tired of this I'm right and I'm left. What about I'm just going to vote the truth? Like I said, I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. I'm an independent with conservative values, and I'll hold any politician accountable. Problem is, it's a swamp in Washington, D.C., and it's going to be hard to clean up, if not impossible. Lobbyists buy out everything. They buy the vote. I mean, it's a terrible situation we have in this country. It's become a business. Um, we just got to do what we have to do. And the power is in the vote and the power is in the people's hands because we are the people and we are the government. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I want to say God bless you. This is Patriot News Hour. Tune in, subscribe, and uh, we'll meet again. God bless.